What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer. Thank you for listening to The Countdown on this Wednesday morning. It is 1045, going to class right after this. So I'm going to hop on here. And I know I told you guys this was going to be a college football episode, which there is some college football in here. But I did not expect to see what I saw um, last night in college basketball. Ohio State upsetting Duke. Duke being the number one team in the nation. Ohio State coming off some losses. They were unranked. Um, And in my opinion, the college basketball game of the year as far as, um, well, intensity goes, as far as overtime goes and score goes, Syracuse and Indiana, um, insane game. We're going to talk about both of that. And we are going to address college basketball before we get into some college football. So let's start. With it, thank you for listening. There is no last but not there is no last but not least today, because I couldn't uh, think of one to do. But let's hop into it. Ohio State upsets Duke. Guys, I think I may have been wrong about Ohio State. Following their losses to Xavier in Florida, I thought Ohio State was a one-dimensional team and was carried by EJ Little, Liddell. Well, clearly I was wrong. Zed Key completes their front court, and they have some great guard play, especially with Russell, who hit a lot of key shots down the stretch, including that big three to make it a one-possession game towards the end of the game. Uh, I think I think Duke lost this game more than Ohio State won it. Yeah, Ohio State played good, especially on the defensive side. But Duke couldn't hit a single shot down the stretch. They actually, I don't know if you all realize this, they did not score a point within the last four minutes of the ball game. Uh, I think uh, it was Wendell Morris something went went to the free throw line, knocked down a couple free throws. That was the end of the scoring night for Duke. Duke had the game won at halftime when they were up thirteen. They were up forty three to thirty at halftime. That's a game you have to win. Um, and Duke stayed ahead for the majority of the game. Ohio State got off to a a really hot start. Duke came back and took over the lead was up about 10 for most of the first half. Um, and then um, in the second half, they maintained their lead. But towards the end of the game, they struggled. And Duke, if Duke could have just made a few shots, I think they could have won this game. Duke shot under 30% from three and under 40% overall. The offense was horrendous, and they got in some serious foul trouble. Um, Theo, Theo John fouled out with about six, seven minutes left. And I was watching the game, and I said, it is time to go to EJ Liddell and Zed Key. And that's kind of what they did. They definitely attacked the basket with him being out, and I think that was a big reason why they won. That's just um on the coaching side, though. Great job by Ohio State's coach to um, make some adjustments there late in the ballgame. I truly don't even blame Coach K for the loss. I saw this thing on social media last night that Coach K should have made some adjustments. But, guys, Duke couldn't hit the back of a barn last night. Even Paulo Benchero could not hit a shot hardly last night. I mean, you know, they all scored a, you know, a good amount of points. But definitely towards the end, definitely down the stretch, they struggled. I just think Duke's offense was so bad last night. But I'm not taking away from Ohio State. Ohio State played great. A big reason why Duke didn't make any shots was because Ohio State's defense. Ohio State was on top of Duke the entire night. They were, their defenders stayed in front, got in front, stayed in front. The defense played great, especially um, on the inside. They gave Theo John some frustrations. 
Syracuse and Indiana. I think. Well, I think I, before I move on to that, I think Ohio State will be ranked around fifth, around the top fifteen. Um, they did lose to Xavier and um, Florida, but those are two teams that have proved that they can be ranked. They have been ranked throughout the season. Barely beat Seton Hall. Seton Hall is still currently ranked at twenty-five. So I like um, Ohio State's chances to be ranked here in the next eight people. Which, by the way, if you um, like AP polls, you like the committee, please go check out my please go check out my exclusive special episode from yesterday about why the committee sucks. But we're gonna move on to Syracuse and Indiana. This game was so much better than I thought it was going to be. I thought that the game was gonna be good, but I thought Indiana was going to win by about 10, 12 points. This was a top five game in college basketball this season. Rarely do you, rarely do you see college basketball teams score over a hundred, but this team well did it. Syracuse wins 112 to 110. First of all, congrats to Syracuse over a huge win. They fought so hard, and it was a must-win game for them. That is the best game they've played all season. Buddy Bayham is truly one of the best players in the country. He put up 27 points, a lot of big shots down the stretch. He is the leader of that team. We all saw what he did in the tournament last season. I do expect Syracuse to get back to the tournament, and I think um, that he's going to have another big tournament um, run. Indiana is one big win away from being ranked. Indiana, they were 6-0 before coming into this game. Syracuse had a few bad losses. Syracuse is a good team, and I think Indiana is still going to be um, definitely in the tournament. I think their season is very bright. Um, I think Indiana has the potential to be a top-five team, or not not a top-five team, but to be a top team in the Big Ten as well as a top-five seed. Purdue um, going to be number one in the next AP poll as long as they don't lose. Wisconsin wins the Maui. Michigan State did great in Atlantis and Indiana. I think those are the best teams in the Big Ten right now. Um, I think we saw a, a showcase of two of the top ten players in college basketball last night. Trace. Jackson Davis. That kid has an NBA future and showed off some crazy athleticism last night. Trace had 31 points and 16 rebounds, putting up one of the best performances in college basketball this season. Um, guy, he is not even that tall. I mean, if he is under the basket, I mean, he made so many crazy dunks last night. He was dunking all over. I mean, you get the ball down to him, it's done. He's dunking over people, jumping over people, grabbing rebounds. Overall, I think both these teams have a great season ahead of them. Congrats to Syracuse. That game was insane. I, I was at work, so I didn't watch um, most of it. But that game was a very good game. And I – it was a great night for college basketball. And this night's going to be probably not as good because those are two like top five games of the season. But it's going to be a great night. We have Michigan State and Louisville, which you guys know I'm going to take Michigan State in a, in a close one. I think it's going to be close. Michigan State in a close one. Michigan and North Carolina. That's interesting to see how good are these teams. Is North Carolina, do they have a chance to be somewhat of North Carolina, you know, like somewhat of themselves they've been the last few years? I know Roy Williams is gone and all that. Um, and is Michigan just in a slump right now, or do, do they really suck? But college basketball is another great night ahead of them, and the Big Ten ACC Challenge has not disappointed thus far. Even Iowa and Virginia a couple nights ago. It was just insane. Problem with some college football. Let's talk about college football. Lincoln Riley signs with USC. 
He's going to turn the program around. USC, make no question about it. It is a top three job in college football. You're in Los Angeles. You're on the coast. It's nice weather. Um, you, even like pro sports is so big in Los Angeles and Southern California that you don't have like a whole lot on your back. Like go to like Alabama or Notre Dame. Like if they lose games, they're going to, the whole state is going to like roast them and hate them. It's not the case in um, – that's not, not so much the case in Southern California. Uh, five-star quarterback Malachi Nelson, who originally committed to Oklahoma, decommitted from Oklahoma when Lincoln Riley left, um, announced that he was leaving Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley signs with the USC. So does Malachi Nelson. So they have a good quarterback coming into the system. I think USC um, has a bright college football future ahead of them. Um, I feel like college football is better when USC is good. The last time USC was a top-tier program was when Sam Darnold was there. Um, but they didn't make the playoffs, anything like that. I think Lincoln Riley can get this um, program back to the top of the mountain. But it is definitely going to take a few years. I predict maybe Malachi Nelson's sophomore or junior year is when USC will really start to pick it up. Because in the first season, they'll probably only win around seven to eight games. But, yeah, congrats to um, USC on getting Lincoln Raleigh. Congrats on Lincoln Raleigh for landing that job. That is a huge job. Any college football coach would, you know, love to have that job. So definitely proud of him for what I've seen him do. Um, He has the ability to bring so many elite quarterbacks in. Obviously, we know he brought Baker Mayfield in, and then um, he brought Kyler Murray in, and then he got – the transfer from Alabama, Jalen Hurts for a year, who's obviously blowing it up in the NFL. And then Spencer Rattler and Caleb Williams, not bad quarterbacks. Caleb Williams mainly um, going to be remembered for the starter of this season. Caleb Williams was good. And now Malachi Nelson is going to USC, so he definitely has the ability to bring high-end recruits in. Let's just see what he can do with them. Michigan beats Ohio State, and Michigan moved up to number two. You know, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it like everybody else does. Um, Michigan's running back played well. Michigan will now be in the playoffs. If the playoffs ended today, Michigan would play number three seed Cincinnati, and they would kill Cincinnati. Um, And Georgia would play, well, probably Oklahoma State, to be honest, after they beat Alabama, and Georgia would beat. Oklahoma State, so it is going to be Georgia and Michigan possibly in the national championship, which I am very excited to see. I think that's going to be – can Michigan make it close? I think of it's a possibility, but I just think Michigan being in the national championship is just so huge for that program, and it's definitely something different besides Alabama or Ohio State or Clemson. We got something different, and I'm excited for it. Alabama wins the Iron Bowl. This was a big game. Um, I used to be a War Eagle, not anymore. I hate their basketball team too much. But um, down 10-3, Bryce Young connects on a touchdown pass to tie the game. It went to 22-22 in overtime. Um, Auburn failed to um, get the two-point conversion, and then Alabama got the two-point conversion to win the Iron Bowl, saving their season for now. Um, I think it was a huge win. That was an Iron Bowl classic. There is one takeaway, though, I have to say from this. Alabama, I've said all season long that they are the second-best team in college football. I have to take that back. They 
would not beat Michigan right now. They would not beat Ohio State right now. They probably wouldn't beat Oklahoma State right now. They they are not the second best team in college football. I don't think that they should are deserving of the playoffs. I uh, um they have a lot of work to do over the offseason. I think Alabama will be back. It's probably excuse me. It's probably the number one team in college football next season because you know how it goes. Nick Saban's going to bring a bunch of top recruits in, but right now I don't think Alabama is deserving of a college football playoff spot. Call um. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. This game was one of the best games of the day. I thought Oklahoma State was going to be Oklahoma. Oklahoma, as we all know, we all thought they were going to be one of the best teams in college football this season. It didn't work out that way. Um, At the beginning of the season, they faced a lot of um, kind of bad teams, and they struggled a lot against them like beating Tulane by five points and beating Nebraska by a touchdown, beating West Virginia by a field goal, barely beating Kansas State. Um, they struggled a lot against some of these teams that just aren't very good. They Their offense got completely shut down by Baylor. Um, Iowa State isn't bad, but they did only beat Iowa State by a touchdown. You should beat Iowa State by a little bit, by a little bit more than that if you want to uh, make it to the college football playoffs. And then Oklahoma State comes through in the end and wins. I think Oklahoma State's defense puts them at a deserving spot to be in the college football playoffs. Oklahoma State is 11-1. and If they can beat Baylor this Saturday, make no question about it, Oklahoma State will be in the college football playoffs. And that is, that is crazy. That is crazy. At, at the beginning of the season, beating Missouri State by a touchdown, beating Tulsa by five, Beating Boise State by a point. Um, but they beat Baylor earlier in the season. They beat Texas. Barely lost to Iowa State. Blew out Kansas. Blew out West Virginia, a team that, uh, um, a team that gave almost beat Oklahoma. Um, blowing out Texas Tech and TCU. TCU, a team that Oklahoma struggled with. And then they come through and beat Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma State is deserving of a college football playoff spot. Um, and their offense is good. Make no question about it. Their offense is good, but their defense is really, really electric, and they have a lot of veteran, um, have a lot of experience on that defense, and I just think Oklahoma State will get that fourth spot. Guys, thank you for listening. I know it was a little bit short today. I know. I didn't have a whole lot of thoughts to talk about on the college football stuff. A little bit more to talk about on the college basketball stuff. But tomorrow I'm going to have an episode breaking down Thursday Night Football, which, as we know, is the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints. Um, A lot of controversy going on in that game with the Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy being out and seven other uh, members members of the team being out to COVID protocol. So we'll have to see how New Orleans can respond, especially following their um, blowout loss on Thanksgiving to the Buffalo Bills. Guys, I thank you for listening. I'll see you again Friday. Friday is when I'll probably break down college basketball games from today and yesterday. I'm getting so into college basketball. I am watching every game that I get a chance to. But I love you guys, and I will see you all tomorrow. Peace.